0: What is going on, guys? Sumi here with ThoughtCast, today I'm talking about how to save money. Yes, everybody out there has YouTube videos on how to save money, but today I'm going to teach you the number one mindset hack that I learned that literally made me into a saving master today. For those of you that don't know, I live off of less than 8% of my income, and I'm able to do that, number one, by creating a large level of financial stability, but number two, by living very well below my means. There are so many people that I know in my personal life that say, why don't you just buy this? Why don't you just do it? You have the money to do it. But the reality is I've changed the way that I think about money. And when you think about rich people and wealthy people, it's not that they go into a store and just start swiping their credit card. The reason they're rich, the reason they're wealthy is because they have a lot of financial discipline around money. The way they look at money is differently than the way that poor people look at money. And this is what I want to teach you today. So when it comes to saving money, a lot of people have this misconception that you can save your way to becoming extremely wealthy and rich. Saving money is not – the only strategy that you need to have to getting rich. But I will tell you this right now, if you want to be financially stable, and you wanna be rich and you wanna be wealthy, whatever you wanna categorize it in the context of this video, saving money is the first step. Financial discipline is the first step. From there, it's investments, it's leveraging your money. I can talk about this for days because for those of you that don't know, I'm in financial services. This is what I do every day, every week, every month, so on and so forth. I own a financial services firm. We have hundreds of people that work for us all over the United States, and this is what we do. We teach financial literacy, we handle insurance, we handle retirement, we handle healthcare, we do a lot of different things that really just revolve around money and distributions and benefits so back to what i was saying saving money is the first step to becoming financially successful if you're able to save money that means you're able to delay gratification and that means you're able to prepare for things that are coming up in the future this is so critical because a lot of people when they get money in their hand especially when they're young they end up spending it the fact that you can't physically hold on to that money is very very bad rich people wealthy people when they get money they hold on to it they don't let it go. That's why they got a lot of it, because they're bringing in more money than they're letting go. People that are not financially disciplined, people that are poor, when they get money, they spend it immediately. So the way that I've changed my mindset on saving money is when I save money, I just think of it as spending money. But the only difference is I just think of it as spending money on myself in the future. That's the reality of saving. You're saving this money for your use in the future. So I'm technically spending it Just not right now. And the ability for me to delay gratification there is what allows me to become very successful financially. For those of you that don't know me, I live about off 8% of my income. I live very much below my means. And a lot of people will tell me, why don't you spend this? Why don't you spend that? And I'm like, I am spending. I'm just spending on the future version of me. I want the 30-year-old, the 35-year-old, the 40-year-old, the 50-year-old version of me to be living and balling out. I cannot wait to when I'm 50, 60 years old and I'm retired and I have a lot of money saved up and that's when I can spend my money because I know as I get older, number one, my habits for spending will naturally increase. Okay, that's just the general trend. You want better things as you get older. Number two, the ability for me to go crank out a 12 hour shift and put in a lot of work decreases. So I need to financially support myself to be able to work less. And last but not least, my expenses are most likely going to increase in terms of my medical bills, my business, my children, my family, my lifestyle, so I'm going to need more money. So right now, I live as efficiently as I possibly can in preparation for myself in the future. And I will spend my money in the future. I will enjoy it, but I want to make sure that I'm saving it right now so I can spend hard in the future so that I can really relish those moments and live in comfort knowing that I have money saved up in the bank. The second thing is I I view my money as almost like a boomerang, right? Right. And this might be a strange concept for people, but a boomerang is something you throw and it comes back to you. Money, if used properly, can be leveraged and can be invested and it can bring more money back. I think Kevin O'Leary has this example where he talks about how money for him are like soldiers. He goes and sends his soldiers out to war and they bring him back prisoners. It's kind of the same thing. There's casualties in it in any investment opportunity, but in a good situation, your soldiers conquer Dominating area, bring you back more soldiers who you then convert in a very hypothetical scenario to your own soldiers and your own garrison. It's the same way I look at money. I look at it as a boomerang. And if I throw money, I want it to come back and I want it to bring me some level of satisfaction. So That's one aspect. If I leverage money and I use it as a soldier, dominate an area, and bring more soldiers back, I can then get more money. At the core root of it all, liquidity is a lot of power. If you have a large amount of liquid assets, you can do a lot with it. Sometimes there's an investment opportunity that is just so good that is an investment opportunity of a lifetime, and the man that gets it is the man that just saved up his money. You know, spending your money all the time, trying to find investment opportunities and not waiting for the right one is probably one of the biggest mistakes I can say that a lot of younger investors do. I save my money up because I know one day there will be a deal of a lifetime that pops up where I can just grab it and I can just handle it immediately in a liquid fashion that is real power in my life i've saved up a lot of money for that purpose the third thing i'm going to talk about here is leveraging small percentages off of large amounts of saved money i have a large healthy amount of money saved up for me making one percent on that money a day is quite a large amount of money that you know some people would dream to make of in you know maybe even six months And I say this in a non-egotistical way just to allow you to understand that the more money you have saved up, the less you need to rely on the percentage gains of that money. So you're able to invest in a lot more conservative options. If you have a portfolio that has a large level of money, let's say you have a million dollars of money invested, and you make a 4% gain on it annually, you're earning $40,000 in interest gained annually on that portfolio, which is effectively the average salary of an average American household. That's pretty good. That's just you taking care of your living expenses. And for most people that have a million dollars saved up, they don't want to live in a $40,000 lifestyle. But I would argue and say, okay, if you have a million dollars saved up and you're living a $40,000 lifestyle, you can make another million in X, Y, Z amount of years, and you can double that residual lifestyle. It's about living off your residuals, which is one of the main reasons I love financial services. The business that I'm in offers me a lot of residual income. That allows me to grow my portfolio, scale it out, increase the large amount of money that I have invested and pulled out in a conservative manner, and make a small conservative gain. That's more so guaranteed where I can live off of the residual or that conservative gain. I'm living for free and I have a large amount of money saved up. I have my savings set up and I have my residual income set up and I have my lifestyle spending income taken care of. That's a really good life. Last but not least, I want to talk about the idea of saving money just to protect yourself. You never know when something's going to happen. And the number one thing I'll tell you to build your financial portfolio before you do anything else, before you invest in the Robin Hoods or this and that, get a emergency savings fund first for a month. What are your monthly expenses, whether they're 2000 or 10,000 save up one month of income, then extend it out to three, then six months, then a year. You don't necessarily need more than a year. And I wouldn't advise you to put more than a year's worth of income in the bank. I just, I just wouldn't recommend it, but I would have an emergency savings fund. God forbid, if something were to happen, that is crazy in your life, you have three months, six months, a year's worth of income saved up to where you can take care of yourself. You can realign, you can recalibrate the death of a partner. The death of a child, maybe even losing a pet, maybe losing your job, maybe having to be forced out of your home. You never know what could happen tomorrow, and it's important for you to have your money saved up to where you can take care of yourself. Listen to what I'm saying there, taking care of yourself. What does that mean? It means you right now is taking care and preparing for the future version of you to be taken care of. I love myself, and at the end of the day, I will love the future of me just as much as I love the version of me right now. I'm willing to sacrifice right now, just as a mother is willing to sacrifice for her child, to. Prepare the future version of me for more success, for more comfort, for more gain. And that mindset has never changed because once the future version of me has more money, he will also do the same and I will continuously displace it till where I reach a point where I'm like, you know, now I can start to enjoy this a little bit. It's the discipline and budgeting and the financial tactics that allow those people that are rich and wealthy to constantly remain rich and to constantly increase their financial portfolio. And last but not least, the, the last tip I'll give you, and this is something I realized when I was very young. I remember I had a Netflix subscription and I was trying to save money because I was spending a lot. And I'm like, maybe I should just cancel Netflix. I don't need it. I'm not watching shows. All the time, but then something hit me instead of canceling it instead of trying to save more money Why don't I just make more money? And this is like a very simple concept It's a very stupid concept, but it, it really changed my life right here I decided to go into business and try to make as much money as possible But a lot of people think that this is the common sense mentality, which it really is But they don't factor in the importance of saving while you're making money. It is about increasing your money and it's also about saving it. And when you do those two things together, you can become extremely wealthy in a very short period of time. It can be very, very powerful for you. If you can learn how to properly save and you can learn how to make more money, I mean, you're going the same direction twice as hard. So focus on number one, saving money, but also focus on making more. When you increase the amount of money you're making, your expenses, your tastes, your lifestyle will naturally increase. If you can delay that and you can hold that back and just take the profits and live in the same way that you're living for a certain period of time, you will find out that you will have a large amount of residual money saved up, not only for an emergency fund, but to earn residual income and residual interest off of to where you can live your life. And then you increase your lifestyle based off residual income. Hope this made sense, guys. Until next time, Sumi out.